0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello and welcome to a new episode of It's a Groom's Life. Today with me I have Gemma Sullivan who is best known as Gem's Pateek, Boutique sorry, on um, Instagram or social media um, and I'm really, really pleased to have her on today. So hi Gemma, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm really excited to talk about um, your boutique and your products that you sell and everything. Um, So, would you mind telling us a little bit more about you and how the business started? The business originally started in 2010, and we actually
1: dealt with vintage clothing because I had an obsession. I love vintage, and I started bringing buying random stuff in, altering them and, and selling on. And we did really well. And we got into Vogue. We did fashion shows. We had so much fun with it, especially around Cambridge and London. Yeah. But unfortunately, I then got really ill in 2015 and I had to completely stop work for a couple of years. I couldn't do anything. And when I started getting better, I knew that I couldn't... I tried to go back into a normal job and it just didn't, it kept kicking flare ups. Mm. So then I knew that I couldn't work what society needed me to work. Yeah. So I said, right, I'll restart Gems Boutique back up, which was in 2018. And we decided to start doing like alterations and then the bridal. And then it, it's just sort of grown from there. So then we started getting into country where using tweed products, people were asking us to make bespoke stuff. And then we started off with a teddy bear and as a keepsake, and now we're turning horse rugs into keepsakes. So it's just, it grows and grows and evolves what the customer wants sort of thing
0: yeah and um if you haven't checked Gemma's um website there is so many um keepsake options on there as well as just like lovely country um accessories and things on there so would you mind talking to us more about like what is what products you have at currently like what sort of things can people expect on the website they've not already seen it
1: well the keepsakes we now just do mainly horse keepsakes because that's what we decided to take the path down instead of the baby growth sort of thing. So if you went on there, we, well, we can turn a horse rug into most things we've done dining room chairs. We've done bean bags. You can order a cushion that goes into different sizes out of your rug. We can add their hair, uh, head collar, saddle pads and the head collars quite popular mm. and we can even turn them into a horse. So you can have a rug horse, or we can do like a mini me, so we make you send us pictures and we make it look like your horse as much as possible and then we can add hair on there on it or inside it we've had to make like a little heart and stuff so and then the countryside products we're slowly building it back up again so there's makeup bags there's hair there'll be hair accessories we do lots of dog stuff dog bow ties in the winter we did a lot of wax coats like so yeah and handbags the handbags will be launched in may
0: oh excellent and there is literally something there for everyone um and then if we talk about like the keepsake stuff so how what's the process with that obviously if someone's sort of looked on your website and they want to turn sort of like their horse rug into one of your products like what is the process for that and obviously how long does it normally take because it's going to take a while for a for that to happen I guess
1: well we asked that the horse rug is cleaned because we don't want some smell and some hair that's fine I just don't want poop through my machine <laughs> so I asked that it's as once well you've placed an order we asked that a clean rug is posted to us and then within two to three weeks we've created what you've asked for we keep you completely up to date because some when you've lost especially some people that have lost a horse that they've had for years That they need a lot of support through it. So I am there every step of the way. So if you've got millions of questions to ask about how the rug's going to be turned in to a cushion, I will always be there to support you through it sort of thing. And then we post it off and then we try and make little videos and stuff of it. And I've started doing like a backstory to them now. So for customer orders, I ask them to send me pictures or videos of their horse. And then I do attach the video of the keepsake so then
0: they've got a whole memory of it all oh that's such a lovely idea because like you say you know a horse is you know um a big part of you know someone's life um even if it's from say like a companion horse all the way up to like a you know five sign venting horse or whatever it is what that horse does in that lifetime but that's always that's part of someone's life isn't it and when that when they're gone it's um, it's really hard, isn't it? It's just like losing a family member.
1: Yeah, and I've started doing key rings as well, and they've been quite popular because people just want little items. Some people don't want to send a rug, so they'll have a piece of hair. So I now braid it onto a lever or leverage depending which colour they choose,
0: and then I make them a little key ring so they can hold carry it with them every day oh that's such a cute idea and with your like um your products do um especially sort of like the countryside is do you make everything on there or is it some of it already pre-made and you sell it on your website No, we make
1: everything from scratch um we do if we're going to use any suppliers like we made hampers up and everything then is local like the lady that makes from young she makes the candles she's down the road from me we picked um a norfolk gin supplier so if i am going to use anybody else within my products they're all local based norfolk but everything we make from scratch apart from hardware so if we buy a clip that coming from china or something yeah. or a zip. yeah but any everything else is totally made from us from scratch
0: oh wow that's amazing and um with your um materials and stuff obviously like you've mentioned like tweed and leather and stuff like that so is that all um within the UK as well yeah
1: so I have a couple of suppliers that are like upholsteries, or um they buy big massive amount and I buy their offcuts instead of them throwing it off um into mm. landfill I then buy their offcuts so I have a regular supplier who's a upholsterer. So he'll have everything from tweed to velvet. And he just contacts me and says, Gemma, I've got a hundred rolls coming down. Do you want them? And then it just saves him binning it basically. And we do try and use at least 95% of that fabric up. Like I, I don't even want to throw scraps away that like one centimeter by one centimeter. Cause in my head, I'm like, I'm sure I could find something to make that from. But <laughs> so yeah, we try and recycle and reuse as much as possible.
0: Oh, that's great. And it's much more sustainable, isn't it? And it's nice to know that when the co- the customer's buying something from you, it's, um, it's handmade and it's made like as local as possible or at least made in the uk is um and Oh, sorry supplied from the uk as well so and i think a lot more people um that's the kind of thing that they want now is to keep it as British as possible yeah and i
1: think you should have a trail of from start to finish where your product is originally from you can't be a home you can't make it from home and then it's imported from China, but you don't know where the factories come from or this, that, and the other. So I, I like to know the start of the journey of my project to the end of the journey of my product sort of thing. But yeah. And plus I don't want people's so like other somebody's waist is another man's gold sort of thing so I yeah I'm always a little bit of a magpie when it comes to bits and bobs when it comes to fabric
0: <laughs> excellent and when you um sort of like relaunched like back from when you came back from your illness did you have what did you start with then and um and then what what products did you decide that you were going to do after that so when you sort of started your business again sort of relaunched I guess how did you know what products you wanted to do next after that?
1: Well, we st- I started doing alterations and then I got a load of bridal work in. So then my friend's mum, who helped me at the beginning of the business, she came back on board again to help. And then we sort of just, a friend that I, I worked with this girl, oh God, about 10 years ago. And she said, Gemma, can you turn some clothes into some teddy bears and some cushions of my dad because he passed away. It's like, yeah, I've never made a teddy bear in my life, but I'm sure I'll give it a go. So, and that's where the keepsakes came from and then it just like people cut ordering and ordering and then when it comes to country wear it was something that I was always interested in I do love fashion I love being outdoors and so people like I think the first product that I made was a man bag for somebody so then I was just sort of launching on building on that if that makes sense because I had a lot more bespoke orders come in than I did actually launch a product from myself from the start it's only now this year that I've sat back and gone actually I want to design this and I've sat and drawn and then I've worked out my patterns and everything else but yeah at the beginning
0: it was just what the customer wanted oh okay and um you sort of briefly mentioned there sort of at the beginning about launching handbags um I mean can you tell us a little bit more about that or can you tell us about any sort of future products that you would love to um, yeah, of
1: course. Add um last when I, we launched in 2018 I did actually start making there was about five different styles of handbags and I named them so all the handbags will be named after a place in Norfolk to try and keep it all within the theme um excuse me and um So we're gonna start off with a rucksack because it's summer, I thought a rucksack would be ideal for everybody out and about and a satchel, but they're basically designs that are in my head that I then draw up and then I do a prototype and then I make a couple up and then I product test. I get some random people on Instagram mainly and ask them to test my products. And then they give me my feedback and then I can sell it on. And I do these uh, make your own kits as well. So you can make your own clutch. You can make your own teddy bear. And I'm just about to design a beret. So that'll have a pack with instructions, a template and the fabric you need. So you can go give it yourself. like Give it a go sort of thing.
0: Oh, well, that's a great idea because especially for like a, ber- like a birthday present or a Christmas present, if you've got something that's really creative, that's definitely like a bit different as well, isn't it? Yeah, they were
1: so I decided to make them through COVID because of through lockdown, people were bored. Mm. And I had all these clasps that I didn't know what to do with because they were too time consuming for me to make and sell yeah. at any sort of money. So I was like, right, actually, I'm gonna design, I'm gonna write some instructions that are easy to follow that people can do themselves. And I sold loads through lockdown. And then at Christmas time, we decided to do quite a few Christmas markets. And I sold loads there as well. So now I'm trying to restock again and then launch <laughs> some more stuff in. Like the teddy Like the teddy bears are only about seven inches tall, but he's quite a cute little thing and he's easy for anybody age. Mm. And then the beret, I'm hoping to have out by the end of this, I'm going to say end of May, because it's hard to write instructions and then for a beginner, if that makes sense, yeah. you've got to keep going back and stuff. So I'm hoping the beret is going to be launched by the end of the May as well and that should be fun and then people that are into fashion and they can pick and choose which color they can have velvet or tweed so yeah I'm actually excited about those
0: oh yeah and to be fair it'd be good for um something for children to get into as well like if you've got like a quite a creative child or you know that something's quite say more simpler for them to make or you know has clear instructions that so the parents can help them that um it'll sort of create a new generation I guess as well of creative people
1: yeah and I think I do like to get children involved when it comes to being creative I think we spend they do spend a lot of time on computers and technology mm. and it's just the way of the world sort of thing yeah but when I got some product testers for the bears I got a couple of adults and then I got a couple of t- uh, children as well just to see if they are was suitable for all ages and they all managed it and they all look very cute <laughs>
0: Oh, that's great. And it's so nice that you sort of um, involve your Instagram or your social media followers as well and let them be part of the journey of you creating your products.
1: Yeah, because they're, they're the customers and it's, their, it's what they say goes to a certain extent. And if hmm. they don't like the idea, it's not going to sell. So I I always try and get them involved as much as I can with products. And if they like, like I'm branding, rebranding, and it's all launching next month. So the logo is going to change. So There's going to be a new website and stuff. And I picked five new colours and I asked their opinion and they all loved them and stuff. So yeah, I always try and keep them involved because yeah, they are people that are going to pay pay my bills at the end
0: of the day. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I love how you sort of involve all your clients and stuff in there. It's such a, and you're totally right. Because if you don't have their opinion or like if they're not going to like it, then like you say, it's not going to sell. So you, you want the customer, you, you want to provide for the, your customers, don't you? And also, you know your customers very well to know that if it's not going to sell, you're not going to have it on there. Yeah. Brilliant. Um. Okay, so I wanted to sort of offer this open space Um. For you, for you to talk about literally anything you want to talk about. So, if it's something that we haven't discussed that you want to highlight, if you've got any promotions that you want to shout out about, or literally anything, you this is your open space to talk about anything you want.
1: Yeah, you dare say that to my friends. <laughs> my friends
0: were going, "Oh my god, she's let us have an open space.
1: <laughs> <her know> Gemma. <laughs> no, we are out and about a lot this year our websites not going to be as busy or the social media we're still going to be there but it's not going to be as in like everyday posting and stuff because we're trying to get out and about a bit more this year because we've spent like everybody two three years indoors we're itching to get out and just yeah. have some human contact again yeah and we started last year off with Sandringham's Christmas Fair which was great fun and then we did a smaller one but it's just as busy at um Hockwold Feltwell Way in Norfolk mm. so we have a really busy diary this year with some really big events like um Sandringham and Country, Sandringham's Christmas Fair, we've got um fate- the Norfolk I can't remember its name, but it's at Fakenham's Racecourse. So I'm really excited this year that we're going to be out and about and we've, we're getting a gazebo and things are expanding and it and it's it's exciting time. But yeah, then the website is going to be relaunched. Everything is going to have a new branding because I haven't changed the branding since 2011 and we're not doing vintage anymore. So mm. I wanted a logo that represented the business more, colours that fitted in better. So yeah, it's all it's all getting there and it, and it's all just slow at the minute. It's that horrible stage in business where you just want everything and, and all of a sudden it'll go boof and you're like, wow, yeah. everything's yeah. here now. Yeah. So yeah, that's the plan for this year is just to be more out and about, get our products down to a T that I am 100% happy with and then start and learning how to record myself better because i'm not very good at reels or any sort of tiktok things so i'm trying to learn social media because i's old
0: <laughs> uh, it, it's i think why don't you kind of do it a couple of times like reels and stuff like that and you kind of figure out where everything is i think it does get easier but it is it's quite daunting like the first couple that you do you're like oh god i'm really putting myself out there and is this good enough or anything but to be honest I think your customers know you and they'll just appreciate you putting yourself out there
1: yeah I did like I have tried more doing video recordings of myself and stuff and it's it's getting there it's getting there and my confidence is slowly building up and that's the it's the weird thing about being having a chronic illness and in business is that I've got to work around how my body's feeling yeah and But weirdly, it's given me more confidence because years ago, I wouldn't have thought, right, I'll leave my full time job and do Gem's Boutique full time. I was too nervous to do that. Mm. But now because I've got to, it's sort of given me this umph that I needed to go, right, full steam ahead now.
0: Brilliant. Oh, well done you. That's perfect. Absolutely perfect. Gemma's shouting at the dog, (laughs) just in (laughs) case you were wondering what that was. (laughs) (laughs) done so well done so well (laughs) bless you um okay so I wanted to I always sort of round off each episode with some quick fire questions so generally are you a night in or a night out person oh oh that's
1: hard now with my ME I'm a night in before my ME I was very much a night (laughs) out
0: I think lockdown's made everyone a night in person to be honest yeah slippers um, are great <laughs> yeah tea or coffee coffee uh wellies or heels wellies sweet or savory
1: oh
0: i'm gonna go sweet uh book or film a book are there any books that you're reading at the minute, or any books you would recommend? Yeah, there's. Uh, I'll just
1: grab it and let you know. <laughs> it's I love it with the lady in waiting. It's a. Um, it's a, about the lady in waiting for uh, Princess Margaret. Oh and yes. How she was in um, Holcomb Hall and this that. So it's. Um, yeah, my aunt sent me it for
0: Easter. She
1: was like, oh, you, you love a bit of Norfolk. So I've I'll, I'll sent you this.
0: So yeah, it's a great read if you get a chance to read it. Oh, brilliant. Great. Thank you for the recommendation. And then lastly, where can we find you, Gemma? I mean, I know you talked about your website and obviously you're upgrading it and stuff, but um, your social media and everything, where can we find you?
1: We're on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. It's all Gems Boutique online. And then the website is Gems dot online so i try to keep it all quite easy to find me but yeah they're the places you can find me
0: socially <laughs> and then obviously hopefully once you're out and about people can meet you at the fairs and uh, the fairs and stands and everything as well yeah yeah so i,
1: I attend all of them the only one i won't be attending is fakenham because fakenham and Standingham's christmas the
0: is dog, <laughs> she's
1: fine with the dog. Killer in a minute. <laughs> stop it. Um, is, um, they are on the same date, so my friend's running the Fakenham one for me, and I'm gonna run the Sandringham one. So that's Fakenham's
0: the only one I you won't see me at. Excellent. Well, I wanted to thank you so much, um, Gemma, for coming on, telling us all about you, all about the boutique, and what you sell. Yeah. Thank you so much thank you sorry she's now been a nightmare
1: but if anybody knows me and my my dog they'll they'll be amazed that we've got this far without Quinn making a scene which is now causing one but yeah thank you for having me and that yeah this is my first podcast and yeah I I enjoyed it it wasn't as scary
0: as (laughs) thought. no oh I'm so pleased you enjoyed it thank you so much and as always guys if you love this podcast which I'm sure you will please tag Gemma and I into your story so we know you're listening and I will speak to you all on the next episode. If you for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it as I did making it. If you um, like to follow me on socials, my um, Instagram is Cobbs at Crime Services and the same on Facebook, Cobbs at Crime Services. Um, if you are listening to this on your um, Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, I really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um, other people to highlight the um, episodes to other people and I will speak to you all on the next episode.